0: Took away what's up and welcome back to propel Talk, episode 73 presented to you by boot crew media and ornitos tequila my name is justin Napoli. joined with a special guest of the host of Sportsman's paradise podcast and avid pelicans fan kent mcguire kent thanks for joining the show today um Right off the bat, uh, I know everyone did their reactions of the Bledsoe-Adams trade, so I'm going to give you mine. I'm very happy about it. I think that moving, I, I said this a couple weeks ago, that I think that the biggest thing this team can do is get off Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams as soon as possible. What does David Griffin do? He gets off of them in the same exact trade. Gets Valentinus back, moves back seven spots in the draft, gives up a second rounder, and then a future uh First round Lakers pick that is top 10 protected. So right off the bat, they get off Eric Bledsoe, they get off Steven Adams. My initial reaction is that Valanciunas is a way better player than Steven Adams. Just point blank. Valanciunas can do a lot more than Steven Adams. He can do a pick and pop. He can occasionally shoot the three shot 37, 38% from you know, last year. He can stretch the floor. Eric Bledsoe is gone. Thank God. Now your backcourt is a little thin. And I think this will now be addressed, Kent, is that David Griffin got off the hard part. He got off Bledsoe. He got off Adams. He got off Stan Van Gundy. Thank God. Thank God. Now, you know, what do you do with Lonzo Ball? What do you do with Josh Hart? And we're going to get into that later in this show, but I want to get your initial reaction on what you thought um, of the Bledsoe Adams uh, trade. I think, um, Griff, I still – I mean,
1: Griff is now – I mean, he's he's recovering from his mistakes from last year, and I think he has made every right move um, leading right. up to the draft. I mean, thank God Bledsoe's gone. I couldn't even watch him anymore. And he would play like freaking 30 minutes a night. I mean, it was like, Jesus, get this guy off. Um, Adams, great to cl- get him out there, get some more cap space. And uh, this new guy, Valentine's, is going to be great. And Van Gundy um, – the uh fat man as I call him, he's a hes sucked ass and Willie green's gonna be great I think uh Willie Green is going to be a lot like um I know he just coached with Monty but a lot of the same principles in a, in the way uh, of being a good guy good team guy family man um, I think he could turn it around
0: yeah, and I agree. And we're going to talk about the Willie Green uh, presser. And I was really impressed with just his demeanor, the way he talks. I, th- I think he controlled the room um, and he's just very likable. But back to um let's talk about him a little bit. Steven Adams, uh, just you. Could, everybody knew this. He just was not an outside threat. It's very hard to share that paint with Zion Williamson when you're not an outside threat. Now with Valanciunas, you can kind of get into that PR pick and pop, different kind of things. He can be a little short roller. He can hit a 15 footer. I mean, we did some video work yesterday. He's hitting baseline fadeaways. There are a lot of things to Valanciunas's game that I really, really like and that they are very different than Steven Adams. Okay, Steven Adams, and I, I feel like I'm giving him a bad rap. I don't think Steven Adams is a bad player. Steven Adams is just not a 35 minute night guy. Like, he, he just can't play 35 minutes a night. Okay. Yeah. And when you have a super talent in Zion Williamson, you need that lane cleared so that Zion can go to work, so that Brandon Ingram can drive, so that Lonzo Ball, and just it goes on and on. Now, Valanchunas can now space out to the dunker spot. He can now hit the 15 footer, he can hit a junction shot, and occasionally, He'll hit a three ball. And I'm not saying this guy is going to be the next Brooke Lopez. I and mean, I've seen those comparisons and things like that. He doesn't need to be Brooke Lopez. He just needs to simply be a threat. And that's what Valanchunas is. One year left on his deal, $14 million. Now, I don't know what the future holds with Valanchunas, but I know we have Jackson Hayes. He will also be a great, great guy to learn from for Jackson Hayes as well. Jackson is starting to add a little bit to his game with his shot selection and things like that. That will be a big, big thing uh, this summer, and then going into into next year. Um, let's move on to the Willie Green presser. Go One ahead, more yeah, thing about
1: Valentinus—he, um, Stephen Adams, seemed like he was uh, he I like, I liked him too. just as a guy, he seemed like an awesome guy, yeah. but he was so s- slow in, yes, mechanical. He couldn't clear the lane like uh, Valanciunas right. will with his eye on. I'm excited for that.
0: I'm glad you brought that point up because Valanciunas, I've, I've watched him film over the last day. He's got great, great footwork. And then as a basketball player, he's got light feet. Yeah, okay. Now, time. Steven Adams had very heavy. He was kind of a clunker. So if you do want to go fast with like a Valentinus, you can't. As, mm-hmm. as you saw with John Moran, Dylan Brooks, like he did with the Grizzlies, and even with the Raptors, that guy can run a little bit too.
1: Yeah, that's going to be um, nice. So
0: that's that's a big thing. And also, last thing, he's a high. – I'm not saying Adams wasn't. But he's a high IQ guy. Good. You got to have IQ guys, okay? Yeah. Now Zion's young. Brandon Ingram's still young, still good. This is a high IQ guy, and this is why. I Just I, I think that David Griffin hit an absolute home run with this trade. And I know everyone has said their, you know, what they like about the trade, what they don't like. I love the trade. They get off Bledsoe, send him to the fucking moon. <laughs> yes. so they get off Adams, and then they get off these contracts and. But to your point kent they created cap space okay now with the willie green presser, we're gonna get in the cap space i love willie green off the bat it was a press conference he said all the right things he's you know he, he's very grateful for the opportunity and he thanks monty williams he thanks steve kerr he did all the song and dance of what you want to do in a press conference but you know the one thing kent that i loved that willie green said is that he stated, being traded to New Orleans was one of the best basketball experiences of my life. Uh, He got married here. I think he had his first kid here. And then also he shouted out the people. He said, the people, the culture, and the food has impacted us so great, and we are so grateful to be back. That's just good to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, as a fan of the team, as a fan of the city, I've lived here for 32 years. That's just something you just want to hear from your leader.
1: Yeah, you want someone who wants to be here.
0: Yes, and like, I'm not saying, it's just like, they're the right thing. There are right things and wrong. There are right and wrong ways to do a press conference. Willie Green did it the right way. It was also like it was nice to not see David Griffin overtake a press conference too. And yeah. Trajan even got up there, which was, I think that might have been like the first time I've seen Trajan. But Trajan um set a story out how 15 years ago him and Willie squared off in Germany when Willie was playing at the Sixers and Trajan was playing in Russia for a Russian team in Germany. Um and that's the first time they've met Willie, and then 15 years fifteen years later, they're now on the same team. Um, it was a great press conference, very well-spoken, very well-dressed, very sharp-looking guy. Mm-hmm. And he can really
1: dress. Yeah, he can. Got to I mean, you, yeah, you don't have
0: Stan Van Gunny with the fucking yeah. <laughs> curmudgeon body. <laughs> like, Willie could actually – he's sharp. Kent, what were your uh, initial reaction to the uh, Willie Green Green press conference? Um, one is
1: the guy's a winner. He's been – as yeah. a coach, he's been on a winning culture the whole time. Um, great mentors. Um, He has a bunch of people who he can reach out to, like he said, with Monty helping him getting this coaching job and uh, just talking him through it. And Monty knows our our uh, uh, program, not program, but our organization pretty well, even though we've definitely had a lot of big changes since he's left. But uh, he was a great New Orleans guy, sends this guy. Willie Green's going to be great. And uh, I'm kind of excited that he is the third youngest coach yeah. in the NBA. Um, he's going to bring a little life. He's gonna bring a little fun culture to it. He talked about taking them to team dinners. <laughs> Sounded like high school, which is great though, because the team chemistry is uh what we need, I believe. Yeah. Especially after last year with COVID where they can't even hang out with each other. So hopefully this will bring us all together. Again.
0: And yeah, that's listen, that's a lot of people don't realize how much of a big deal that is. Like you gotta have team chemistry. You gotta be able to trust one another. And I think that now, once again, I'm not in you know the locker rooms and in these meetings and stuff. I I just never got that from Stan. Like I, I didn't think that Stan would, you know, if, if you were having a bad day, I don't see the, you know, Stan being the guy be like, hey, you doing okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I can see Willie actually caring for these guys. Yes. You know, and, and that goes a long way in today's game. You, you know, no, no longer are the days of where like I can, you know, MF you and get all, you know, like hurt your feelings and things like that. Like, players don't respond to that anymore. Mm-mm. And it's a big deal Hear it from your head coach that, yes, I can be tough on you, but at the end of the day, i care for you i got your back Let's, yeah i you know i want our families to, to you know be one and things like that and that's what i got from willie green so i was truly impressed with the press conference he's very well spoken um and people seem to really really like him um now I i had mentioned about three or four weeks ago that this was a do or die situation for david griffin it was it was I, for I, sure I, this and this was before the van gundy firing i said you gotta nail the offseason Came out, he fired, uh, he fired uh, SVG and that wasn't very easy, you know, cause Benson Harry already owed, you know, Gentry $5.7 million. Now I'm sure they're paying um, SVG under the table. Now that can, that was just not hard. I mean, I'm sorry. That was not easy. Got off of him. Now he gets off Bledsoe. He gets off Adams. He gets Willie green. He gets a grid center in Valanciunas. He clears cap space. It's a really, really, really good start to this off season.
1: Yeah, we're we're looking good, baby.
0: We we, and we only lost
1: um what seven seven spots for the draft. Yeah, and then it, we lose that's what, fine. And next year's pick, but fuck it. I yeah, mean, we've got great people for it.
0: And that's what I'm saying. Like people are like, well, ugh, if we move seven spots back, like that's fine. We I knew in order to get off Bledsoe and Adams, you're gonna have to attach one of those picks. It's fine. There's still value at 17, and we're gonna talk about that here right now. Is that I? Th- what if Kispert's there? What if I like Jared Butler. I like there are a lot of good this this draft, not it's not like last year. It's actually extremely deep, even though last year's draft is now looking to be kind of actually deep. But there are good targets here at 17. Now is David Griffin done dealing? Absolutely not. I think he's gonna keep trading. He might even move back up into the draft. Who knows? Now Lonzo Ball. So we've talked, you, you know, the Pelicans are very high on Kyle Lowry and I was high on someone, <laughs> Hearts and Moss <laughs> called me out a couple of days ago that said I was high on Kyle Lowry. Then a report came out that Kyle Lowry wanted $25, $30 million. Um, I like Kyle Lowry. I don't like him at that price. I'd rather right. sign Alonzo Ball and then add to Alonzo Ball backcourt. Maybe a Tim Hardaway Jr. Maybe a Duncan Robinson. Maybe, you, you know, th- there are other options out there that gets you better than just, Blown your load on kyle lowry and, right. kyle, and kent like you i want you to talk about this like you said you're a big kyle lowry guy and so am well, i He's i winner.
1: I'm, I'm, i fucking hate i like the lowry but player. i like how he is a winner um he's kind of like that guy where it's like when you play against him you hate him forever but if right. he's on your team Lo- yeah you love him because he does anything to win he'll flop he'll mf some people right. and i think that could help our culture um but also, I don't know if uh, if our guys will um, respond to it that much. But hopefully, if we do get him, hopefully we do. But, yeah, that's the kicker. If he wants $30 million, Lonzo wants whatever. It's 21, twenty one, two maybe. Um, yeah, do you want to go for the old veteran or do you want to hopefully uh, – The Zo, rising star. Yeah, the right? rising star. And that's- I kind of love Zo. Um Yeah, he's hit or miss at games, but I kind of like his swag, how he plays. If he gets – Starts uh I think once we trade him, he's gonna be like all the other Pels and Hornets players who go and dominate because we got rid of him too early.
0: But what a lot of people aren't talking about enough is that, and I took a lot of shit for this Kent over the or last year is that I said our offensive scheme sucked, and the David Fishers of the world who fucking drive me insane, were like, You're not watching the game. Go, they're tenth in the you know, offense and ratings. Like, no. They're 10th because they have two incredible like yeah. playmakers and Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Yeah. The scheme sucks. Yeah. The like, scheme. Don't tell me I don't know anything about basketball. I know a lot about basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the scheme sucks. And that's yeah. what that happened with Lonzo Ball is that Lonzo's a guy, like, you got to get it and go. You got to play at pace. And Stan Van Gunny wanted to slow it down and call a set every play and let's do half. And that's not Lonzo's game. Mm. And that's what I can't get with some of these coaches in, in today's games. Like, you have to, like, adjust the players. Yeah. Players aren't going to adjust to you anymore. It, it's a different game. And that's why Stan Van Gundy, who's 62 years old, is like, I'm going to implement this offense and you're going to do it my way. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. That's why like, I loved watching Gentry's offense. They all flourished in it. But listen, Gentry <laughs> defensively didn't really no. do much. Okay, and that's fine.
1: And I'm hoping Will and Gr- Willie Green gets some of that from Monty where we teach Zion how to play defense. Some right. of the clips I would watch, I love Zion, but his defensive presence <laughs> at times is like, mind-boggling it's like what is he what is he looking right. at I right mean, it's crazy
0: and that goes to the point of relationships can't yeah that they didn't guy, want they didn't want to play for him no. no is that an excuse you're you know professional and things like that you gotta still want to play for your coach yeah you know it's just like a boss that you hate showing up to work to every day and it's just like well I don't really want to do that like I don't respect you mm-hmm. I think Willie Green is already going to have the respect for uh, from the players and I think that the defense and the offense is going to get better. Willie Green had mentioned that they want to play pace, pace, pace. That fits this team. Zion, can, Zion can fly up and down the court. Brandon will fly up and down the court. If your point guard is Lonzo Ball, you gotta fly up and down the court. Yeah. Half court alley oops. Yes. I mean, now, case. like the the knock on Lonzo is he's not a great half court guy, and blah blah blah. And like, okay, that's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, not a lot of guys would be half court guys with Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams on their team as well. Now, I know he had right. Drew and Derek. You know, a couple of years ago, but still, Lonzo's improved. I like him. I like Lonzo. I think that if you let Lonzo go, I don't really necessarily know where you go. Yeah. Like, okay, like you let Lonzo walk, who Brandinger and Zion Williamson both like. Yeah. And you sign Kyle Lowry for 26, 27 million dollars. I don't listen, I know some people are like, we shouldn't be pleasing them, we should do what's right. Like, I still think Lonzo bought 20, 21 million dollars, and then you can add a Duncan Robinson, you can add a Tim Hardaway Jr. And then you have nikil alexander walker coming off the bench with Najee marshall with a kyler yeah. lewis who's going to get some playing time with a jackson hayes the team becomes you, like you yeah. start seeing it now
1: for sure like
0: listen i, I think Nas is capable of being a, a starting two guard is he ready yet i don't know maybe not i mean he, once again guys like he shot 33 percent from deep last year like he's not this like crazy knockdown guy mm-hmm. he still has a lot to add to his game but at the same time he's a young piece he's exciting he can score yeah and he's a good defender too i think he's a very underrated defender um so th- there are still things to do here in this backcourt it's still very exciting um the biggest thing as i said they got off bled so they got off adams they now not have cap space david griffin can now go play the cap space game he can go play the trade game so a lot of s- still a lot of moving parts going here but kent I guess to wrap up the show and, you know, by the way, you're doing a great job. This is off the hip. can not not even <laughs> supposed to join this show. He was like, you know what? I want to join you, join you. Um, what, I'm going to give you like a, a number. So if Lonzo gets 22 million, would you match that for Lonzo ball? Um, I, I think so. I I don't, ha- I, I kind of think so too. I mean, what, what are other, like, would you te- rather- what would
1: other teams pay him?
0: I think the Knicks might go 23, 24. You could, I mean, the Bulls have been a thing. Um, a lot of people point to Lonzo Ball, well, he's not, you know, great finisher and things like that. He can work on that. Yeah. He's 23. He's 23 years old. I just hate how people are so quick to just give up on players. And Ross Tiffin is the same way. And I love Ross, but at the same time, like he's 23. It's not like he's 32. And what? He's been this is gonna be his fifth year. Yeah. Like he, he's yeah. still a baby.
1: Still and he had to he played uh his first couple of years with the Lakers, I mean that's
0: a, that was a, that was a dumpster fire. Yeah, it was a,
1: a joke. Dumpster fire and tough team to play with. I mean, you got a egomaniac as your leader. I mean, I don't know how you even play with him when you're the point guard. So, wash those two years out and then uh and now we're back here and he just came to a new organization, didn't know he we went from one coach to two coaches, three coaches, what? This is going to be his fourth this will coach be in his like five fourth years?
0: coach in five years. Is yeah, so let's get they get a rhythm. Same with Brandon Zion's third, technically his fourth coach in Warriors, yeah. if so, you count Coach K, then to Gentry, then to Stan, then to Willie. Yeah.
1: So um, I think you got to let him get in a rhythm. I mean,
0: a little stability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, great. It's been a great 24, 48 hours for this organization. We haven't really seen a lot of good days in this organization. Today, yesterday, and today have been very good days. Good days. I'm very excited. Uh, Willie Green still has to fill out his coaching staff. We still got to get some backcourt help. Last thing before signing off, Willie Green did state that he will be coaching the summer league. I think that's a good move. I'm sure Teaspoon will be on the bench. I'm sure Teaspoon will get to coach some games, but it will be good for Willie to most likely coach. I think Jackson Hayes will be playing. I definitely know Kyra Lewis will be playing. The, whoever rookie would draft will be playing. I wouldn't be shocked if Najee played. So that is a good thing Um Good thing for this team I know Kent and I will actually be in Vegas covering it so we're excited very excited and if you haven't checked out his podcast he does him and Chase Carpenter do do an awesome job Uh, Sportsman's Paradise podcast covering the fishing wildlife of Louisiana two characters you got your fish tournament coming up September 25th is that right?
1: That's right. So yeah, if anyone wants to join in um for the uh fishing tournament, follow us on Instagram at Sportsman's Paradise Podcast and uh we'll be posting information on that and we would love to see you out there and um
0: Yeah, give them the tight lines.
1: Yeah, tight lines <laughs> and I'm uh I'm pumped for Vegas to go out there, hopefully it looks like we're not backing down.
0: No, we will not bow down. We aren't bowing down. So we're not. Kim McGuire, down. Justin Appleby. By the way, this show is presented by Ornitos Tequila, new sponsor. So make sure you go check them out. Go check out Boot Media, and as always, thanks for joining us. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Propels Talks. Talk to y'all soon. Thursday draft tomorrow night. Later.